you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum and Ketotarian. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, becoming a patient, we actually have new telehealth patient options now open and there's tons of information about the books, tons of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, if you haven't heard, I have a brand new book for pre-order right now. It's called Gut Feelings, Healing the Shame-Fueled Relationship Between What You Eat and How You Feel. It's my fourth book, I'm so geeked about this. Is I'm really exploring in the book about the latest scientific research in the literature, looking at how stress and shame and trauma and even intergenerational trauma and how that impacts our physical body, how that can dysregulate our nervous system, how it can raise inflammation levels, impacting our hormones, impacting our mood, impacting things like anxiety and depression, but also Conversely, how underlying gut problems and nutrient deficiencies and chronic infections like mold toxins or chronic Lyme, how those physiological things can impact our mood, impact things like anxiety and depression and brain fog and fatigue. So gut feelings or the physiological and the psychological and the interplay between the two. So it's for pre-order right now. And we're giving away tons of free stuff when you pre-order Gut Feelings. So head on over to drwillcole.com and the Gut Feelings page there for all the information about the pre-order campaign for Gut Feelings. And we're also giving away free signed books when you rate and review The Art of Being Well on Apple Podcasts. So if you head on over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. And every month, no matter when you listen to this episode, my team and I will be randomly picking winners every single month. You can do it two different ways. You can leave your Instagram handle 
in the Apple Podcast Review itself, or you can screenshot your Apple Podcast Review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And every month, no matter when you listen to this episode, I will reach out to winners every month and I'll ask what book you want me to sign and we'll send it out to you. All right, good luck. Let's get to today's guest. She is a dear friend of mine and I am the medical director, if you didn't know, also for Chroma Wellness. And Lisa Odenweller is the founder and CEO of Chroma Wellness. So if you're interested and want to learn about cleanses and the myths around cleansing, we're going to bust a lot of cleansing myths and really set it straight as far as an evidence-based, balanced, moderate view around this topic of detoxing and cleansing. So let me tell you about Lisa. She is a seasoned entrepreneur and health visionary, and she has redefined the wellness industry over the last decade plus. Lisa, again, is the founder and CEO of Chroma Wellness, a functional superfood nutrition company. Chroma and her earlier venture, Beaming Wellness, are considered two of the most successful cult wellness brands in the history of the industry. Lisa is known for her ability to design innovative health food concepts and build robust ecosystems of influential investors and loyal customers. Lisa's wellness endeavors are rooted in her passion for superfoods, which she began championing long before they were mainstream. Stay tuned through the entire conversation because at the end, when I'm done talking to Lisa, I'll answer one of your burning health questions in and ask me anything. All right. This is Lisa Odenweller's Art of Being Well. Lisa Odenweller, you're on the podcast. This is long overdue. Thanks for coming on. We did it. We did it. We did it. So, I mean, I was thinking in preparation for our conversation today, how we met. I think we met at Revitalize, right? Like years ago. Oh, yes. I think that was... Were you at Mind Body Green that was Revitalize? The first, yeah, that was the first time we met way, way, way back when. Yeah. And then Alyssa Goodman put us back into touch years later. Yes, exactly. Alyssa Goodman, shout out to Alyssa. She's been on the podcast. So, and then I want to set the stage of how we more formally got working together. It was before the pandemic and I get a call from you and you say, I have this brand new idea. And you started telling me about sort of the early iterations of Chroma. And you said, I'm going to, it was right before Christmas. It and, right after, oh yeah. I called okay, you right. right yeah. Yeah. Right okay. Before. It was like right on holiday time. It was, it was, and you said, I'm going to fly from San Diego to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where my telehealth center is. And I thought, what the heck? I had, I never had anyone fly out for me ever in my life. And I'm just like doing yeah. my thing, consulting patients online. It was and we had an amazing, you showed me like the early stages of Chroma and let's, I don't want to take the words out of your mouth. So t- take me back to those early days and oh, us connecting so for Chroma. I mean, so as I, I mean, background being in this sort of cleansing world for 13 years and having done many, had different visions and really interesting approaches to it as Chroma was percolating, of course, I wanted to work with you in the creation of it. And so I remember calling you and, and asking Alyssa to kind of put us together, flying out to, I think, on December 26th, right? <laughs> okay, We're right. Like Three-year anniversary soon. And I had like little packets with me of these little concoctions, these little powder concoctions that I had put together and shared with you and said, tell me what you think. Like, is this, you know, do you think that I'm onto something? And really wanting to have this lifestyle approach to cleansing and which we call a reset. 
And I knew just with your philosophy and how you approach wellness, I, I thought it would really resonate. But I also knew it, in order to do this and really do it successfully together, like cultivating that relationship with you is, it was important. So mm-hmm. flying to Pittsburgh seemed to be the purpose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is the Abbott Kinney of Pennsylvania. It's the Venice <laughs> Beach of Pennsylvania. It's like, it's a destination. It's for everyone has their wedding, have their weddings. It's it, <laughs> in winter, nonetheless. I think I there and back on the same day. I mean, it was a pretty in and out, yeah, but next it time was, for a week. <laughs> but I think that speaks to your intuition, your tenacity, your motivation drive, which I'd love to like get into today. And, and maybe let's go back in time when your personal wellness journey, like how did you get in the wellness space? I mean, before I even knew you knew you, I knew you because of your work with Beaming. And you now are the head founder, you've, you've founded two of the world's leading sort of cult brands that everybody in in the wellness world, everybody in Los Angeles and, and around the globe, New York, that they really have are super fans of your work. And they may not know the woman behind the brand. So can you go back to your personal health journey and then beaming and then what led to Chroma? Mm, that's that's so sweet. Thank you. Well, I'll start with the fact that I grew up in a really healthy family. And by that, I mean, we were the family with no junk food. You know, my mom made beautiful dinners every night. My parents exercised every day. So inherently, I grew up with like taking care of your body mattered. My grandfather, I always kind of share the story. He, up until he was 90, he was doing a thousand pushups and sit-ups a day. And he would walk the stairs. And as he went into sort of a, an older care home, he it was he lived on the fourth story and he would walk the stairs and he used to laugh and say, I'm gonna probably die in a stairwell and no one will find me because no one else takes the stairs. <laughs> and so I think, you know, for me, health was always important. There was a bigger question I had since I was little, and I don't even I don't know why, but I always wanted to feel empowered. The idea of going to the doctor and something bad, them telling me some bad news really scared me. And I wanted to feel like I could take control over my health. And I I didn't know what that meant or how, but I just, it was this inner fear and just desire to know. Fast forward, I was 38 and I went to my gynecologist for the annual exam. And I, at the time was experiencing a lot of inflammation. I could see it in my my body and my face. I was really having, you know, no sex drive, weight gain, losing my hair, foggy brain, all the things. And I was very healthy, exercise every day since I can remember. That's always been a non-negotiable for me. So I was doing the right things and yet feeling off. And I will never forget it. And the my gynecologist, as I'm telling her what I'm experiencing, she laughs and she says, oh, honey, welcome to getting older. Which at 38 was not an answer I was willing to settle for. So I was like, no, we're not going to settle for that answer. And so it was really then that was a very pivotal time for me to say, I'm going to have to take health into my own hands, Mm -hmm. even though I didn't know exactly what that meant. That was one big one. The other big one was my daughter at the time was, was she like maybe 12, 13? And she had been on ADD medication for a couple of years. And I remember when she first went on the medication, seeing five different doctors and every single doctor said, you have no choice but to put your child on medication. And I thought there has to be another way. Like this just isn't right. And I think as I, but I didn't know what to do and I wasn't knowledgeable. And I I think it's important to backdate this because this is like 14, 15 years ago. So we didn't have access to the information we have now. We didn't have access to the healthy food we have now. 
I mean, you weren't on the forefront. Like there was a lot that really wasn't what it is today. So 14, 15 years ago, like we weren't really having conversations around food as medicine Mm -hmm. and we weren't really even talking about functional health and integrative medicine. So I didn't know where to go or what to do. I just knew intuitively this isn't right. And as my daughter was on medication for, I mean, probably two or three years, it was causing all sorts of side effects. One of which was then it was affecting her mood. So then they put her on a mood disorder medication, which made her catatonic. And then that was my moment. I was like, no, uh-uh, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. And so simultaneously with all of those, those were like the big triggers that really kind of pushed me over the edge to say, I've got to understand how to take control of my health, if if not for me, for my family, for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I really started to explore the idea of food as medicine. And I went to IIN, Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and which I'm really excited to partner with soon. And, and that was really the beginning of that journey of really learning and understanding how much control we have over our health mm-hmm. and how much we take it for granted. And and yeah. that's really where it started. And so I just did, I was like reading and then I thought, okay, let me get in the kitchen and play with this and let me get, let me, you know, we were healthy, but like, I didn't understand gluten. We mm-hmm. thought, I mean, this is, this is, this is the truth. I mean, we thought that wheat thins were good for you because it said wheat, right? <laughs> yeah. But, Whole grain right. goldfish were good for you because it's a whole grain. <laughs> and if bread said organic, it meant it was good. It didn't, you know. And so again, we weren't educated. And so I was doing the right things without really understanding what that meant. And processed foods and food dyes. I mean, whole grain goldfish, right? It's, you know, with mm-hmm. blue and red dyes. And, and the impact of gluten and how these foods are inflammatory in the body and especially in the brain especially if you're sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. So as I started to learn this and made sh- changes in my diet and my whole family's diet, and then specifically for Lexi, my daughter, immediately we all felt and looked better. And mm-hmm. most importantly, my daughter, within two weeks of removing gluten, sugar, processed foods, any kind of dairy, gluten, we actually were able to get her off of ADD medication and she's never gone back on. Amazing. So between that and then I was fine, like I was able to really sort of kind of not cure my hormones, but really get myself back to a state of balance. Mm -hmm. And that was a moment of truth for me. And I thought I have to do something with this information. Like I have a responsibility now to do something with this. And as I thought about what I could possibly do, I'm a foodie. So I thought, how can I take my passion for food and wellness and bring them together and try and make healthy taste amazing. And from there, got in the kitchen and probably spent a year in the kitchen coming up with concoctions and formulations and, you know, anything. I would travel the country and taste everything I could, fly to New York, go to Juice Press and One Lucky Duck and every all the places, you know, the, the few places that existed back there 13, 14 years ago. I'd bring it back to my hotel room, taste them, take notes on them, and then sort of process what did I feel was good, what I felt it could be better, and what would I create? And there's more to that story, but really that became the beginning of my last brand, Beaming. Amazing. And, and the parallel of the timeline, like I started my telehealth center around 13, 14 years ago, yeah. literally the same time. There's something I think with like our paths that I really know is like there's a higher divine parallel to the synergies, I think, of our vision with how we can help people, right? Totally.
from the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. Beaming was, I mean, at that time, it was like the it place of wellness for a long time, actually. So like, can you, what the the philosophy behind that? And then what did you learn through that experience with Beaming that you were like, I want to do it even better with Chroma? Yeah. So when I started Beaming and Beaming was Healthy healthy Grab and Go Cafes in Southern California, opened the first one in December 2012 in Del Mar, California, tucked behind McDonald's, grew it to 10 locations. Talk about Um, yin and yang there. I know. And I I think that was, you know, somewhat intentional. But the vision was, how do I create a place that could have all this really healthy, you know, smoothies and soups and salads and gluten-free baked goods and snacks and really be this wellness hub that the whole family would want to come to, not just the yoga mom, but the kids would want to come there instead of McDonald's, you know, instead of, you know, wherever else, Jamba Juice, wherever they might have been. And I thought if I can make it taste so good and make it a really cool place with a great vibe, you know, would, would people, would people come and it, and it worked. And that first location in Del Mar became the most successful concept in the country almost overnight. And I think there's a lot of cool things about that, but one of which is like, I I had no idea what I was doing, except that I really had this strong passion and mission. And I, because I, I got geeked out on Mm superfoods and making really good, healthy food taste amazing. I mean, even just our smoothies, we know we would sprout our own almond milk and, you know, people didn't even know what sprouting was at the time. (laughs) And we were using avocado and yacon in our smoothies instead of bananas. And people are like, what? We were using mushrooms, you know, before anyone what mushrooms or maca or spirulina. So we were way ahead of our time. And, and the crazy thing is, Dr. Cole, that was 10 years ago. So like when you look at where we've come in that time, it's so exciting. We have a long way to go, but a lot has happened in 10 years. Because when I first opened that cafe in Del Mar, the only thing that existed in San Diego at the time was Jamba Juice. Mm-hmm. So this was way ahead of its time. And even when we came to LA, obviously, you know, Moon Juice existed and I don't think Cafe Gratitude and some other places and Air One wasn't what it is now. So you can just see the progress we've made in making mm-hmm. healthy, more accessible and and doing it from a, a higher integrity place, not just marketing language. There's still a whole bunch of BS out there, but I think we have a lot better options. And then people like you and I and others are really educating people about reading labels and looking at what's in their food. Yeah. So at what point did you know, okay, look, I did beaming, I made it amazing. What's at what point did you know, okay, I want to move on to something different and I want to kind of get my hands into something else. Well, the, one of the ways that beaming started is I started with a cleanse 
And it was during the juice cleansing days. And I'm sure everyone listening has done one. And I could not wrap my head around it. And I thought, why are we drinking juice for three days that has no fat, fiber, and protein? And then I would calculate the sugar. And I'm like, there's like 220 grams of sugar. You know, I don't, we're not supposed to have more than 50 max and we're have 220 on a cleanse. Like my head was exploding. And then I would watch my girlfriend's party from Thursday to Sunday and the juice fast from Monday to Wednesday. So beaming started with a cleanse. And the idea was, what if I could create a program that was really about eating and nourishment and things that you would want all the time, soup and smoothies and salads and very culinary inspired that would really not only help you look and feel better fast, which is what we all want, but actually inspire you to make changes and to really shift you know, your habits and behavior so that you would want to continue this lifestyle. So that's actually how Beaming launched, which made part of the big reason why it made Beaming so successful because we did it so well and so progressively. And that same philosophy is really when it went into Chroma because mm-hmm. with Beaming, I mean, it was changing thousands and thousands of lives and people loved it and were obsessed with it. And people still stop me to this day. I, I sold it years ago and, you know, it doesn't exist now, but my vision was, How do we reach more people? How do we take the good of what Beaming is doing and put it into more people's hands and also fit the lifestyle that we live of this this on the go? You know, I I may not be able to get to a cafe. I may not be able to get there. I'm on a plane. I'm I'm running to the office. I'm chasing kids at the park, whatever it is. How do I create, take all the good of what Beaming was, but now create it in this powder-based, non-perishable format that Mm -hmm. really goes with you anywhere? Right. And do that accessibility. But but keep simple because we don't want to think and I don't want to have to put concoctions together. I need it to be simple, but I want it to taste great. Yeah. So tasting great, like those are key terms that I know people think about when it comes to, you know, any healthy lifestyle change when it comes to food and nutrition is and the fact that with beaming, you had to be in the Southern California area to go to a location. Like you said, now you're really sort of democratizing this. You could be anywhere with Chroma. And so let, let's let's talk about, I guess, that phrase cleansing, I think, before we transition into this way of resetting your body. People hear the word cleanse. They have a loose idea of what it is. Like you said, it's this sort of maybe like lots of juices and they don't know if that's healthy or not. And it seems really restrictive. It seems very extreme maybe. And it gets a lot of flack, I guess, for people outside of the health world. And there's a lot of confusion, I think, within the wellness world. So what's wrong with the cleansing world? Can we start there? Yeah, I mean, I think what's the, in its simplest form, I think what's wrong is quick fixes don't work. And they, and it's, and to me, wellness is really about the choices you make every day. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's huge value. We all do and you know want to look and feel better fast. We we all need to reset and get back on track. Or, you know, maybe it's from a big holiday. And of course we're in we're in the holidays now and we're all gonna want to get, you know, feel better in January and beyond. And I think the most important the problem with these cleanses is it's I always thought, like, well, then what? So I did a juice fast for three days, or I did one of these other programs that are on the market that people are familiar with, but, and I, so what, I lost a couple pounds. I, I think that that's the short-sightedness of it. Cause it really isn't, yes, weight loss. We all want it. Every woman wants to lose five pounds, but what we really want is to feel good in our bodies and we want to optimize. 
And I think that does not happen in five days. You can improve in five days, but then it's about what happens after. Mm-hmm. And I don't know of really any programs out there that really are that lifestyle approach, which it's not just about those five days. And and I'm sorry, even if you do it three times a year, it's not what you do five, 10 or 15 days a year that's going to really lead to overall wellness. It's mm-hmm. It really is the choices every day. And I want to add to that, it's also not about perfection. It's just that the the little wins that just the the improvements you make each day build on themselves. And it, and it's, I think the way I've approached it, both with beaming and chroma was let me create a program that is enjoyable. We'll start there. So you're not suffering. And I think so many of these programs out there, whether it was a juice fast or some of these other things where it's very restrictive, six or 700 calories a day, doesn't taste good. You feel terrible. You can't exercise. You can't show up for your family. You you need sleeping all day. You're cranky. I don't like, why are we doing this? And I think that ultimately what we, the way I've approached it was I want to nourish you. I want you to feel so good that you actually feel better eating this food because that's part of the awakening. That's part of realizing, wow, what I put in my body matters. So that's, that's a, that's a huge win in itself. And then from there, I think being able to make it so that you and the way Chroma is designed is it's actually more food than you can eat. So it's a very counterintuitive approach because most people can't eat all the food. It's customizable. So if I need to add something because I had a big workout that day, then you get to decide because you're in charge of your body. And ultimately that's the mindset I want you to have on and off the reset. And I think we're growing past it and we're maturing past the, the old kind of toxic diet culture uh, I still think we have more to go, but for me, it's really about how can we set you up for long-term success and make you feel so good that you want to continue, that you choose to continue, not because you have to go punish yourself or suffer through something to lose a couple pounds. Mm-hmm. And we know that that doesn't work. No, absolutely. So this philosophy and the context, the empowerment, the education around what we're talking about here is so, I mean, that's why like we just have so much in common and why I'm so honored when you asked me to be the medical director for Chroma and get this amazing resource and tools within their toolbox out to people is the fact that you, like you said, it's about nourishment, not restriction. It's about shifting our paradigm away from, okay, these are things I can't have, but really say you can have whatever you want, but we're just going to educate you on ways to make you feel good and eat foods that love you back. And as I always say to patients, like avoiding foods that don't love you back, isn't restrictive. It's self-respect and continuing to eat foods that don't love you back is like staying in this sort of toxic relationship and wondering why you don't feel well or why you're miserable. So it's really this act of self-love and self-respect that it's just such a central part of what Chroma does and what we both believe in. So let's talk about that, I guess, because I think a lot of people are going to be thinking about Chroma. We're using the word reset. What are they referring to? I mean, the way that I see it, I'm in the middle of a five-day chroma reset right now with my telehealth team, and that was not planned. Like we, I just said, team, like, what does your schedule look like? I'll do it whenever you guys do it. And they said, okay, it's this day. Okay, I'll do it with you. And it just so happens to be that we had this scheduled. So again, divine timing again. So I, and this is my fifth or sixth uh, chroma reset at this point. But the I'm on day four right now out of day five. And can you take people through what the day in the life looks like so they can get kind of get a bird's eye view of it? Yeah. I mean, I should almost ask you since you're the expert now (laughs) (laughs) and help create it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll start with the fact that 
you actually get caffeine. And it's not because I'm trying to get people to have caffeine. I I'm a, I'm a realist. And I, if most people have some sort of caffeine, whether it's a tea or a coffee, most of which is coffee, I wanted to approach it more from, I'm not going to take it away from you because I know when you're done, you're going to go right back to it. I'm just going to show you a healthier version. So you start your day on the regular reset because we also have a vegan version, but the regular one is with our beauty matcha, which is the organic ceremonial grade matcha, which I'm obsessed with collagen, turmeric, ginger, mushrooms, everything we do is infused with all these superfoods. And so starting your day with this delicious matcha is also hopefully showing you another way to to caffeinate that doesn't create the jitters and that potential irritability that that coffee often does. It's also not as acidic as we know, plus it has all the other benefits. And I think for me, matcha changed my life and I want sort of have a secret mission for the world to drink matcha. So why not start the day on the reset with it? But I do truly believe in its healing powers and all the other benefits. So you get to start with caffeine, which is very unique approach. And then the first quote meal is the super porridge, which is nuts and seeds. And it's it's so delicious and satiating. And it's like an oatmeal, but not because it's very, you know, it's all about fueling your brain, optimizing it, just like starting your day, right. Optimizing your metabolism, kickstarting it. And you really satiate it for hours from Mm -hmm. it. Oh, it's a favorite. I mean, I'm like this N of one experiment right now, again, doing this for the, you know, however many times I've done it, but with my team and seeing my team do it, some for the first time, some for the second time, some for third time, they love this breakfast porridge, the super porridge. It's actually one of our bestsellers and people become obsessed with it. Easy to travel with too. So these all come in packets. People aren't seeing this, you know, on video, they're hearing this. And then people are going to be like, what does that look like? How how does it come to life? Is it really going to taste good? What does it look like? It's, I don't know how you did this from a formulation. Like I know the nutrition side of it, but the actual formulation science of it on your side, the food side of it, if you will, the kitchen side of it, it's amazing how you can just put water in something and it literally turns into a whole food. How, I mean, this magic that you did, but- Well, so it took about three years, I think, from start to finish. My daughter and I, she's turning 25. She and I formulated every product ourselves in the kitchen. And and you're right. I mean, it there is a there's an art and a science to it. Having worked with superfoods now for 13, 14 years, I you know I'm I'm very educated on them, but I also understand they're not easy to work with. A lot of them taste really bad. So mm-hmm. being able to sort of balance and how, you know, if even if it's not only do we go create, find the best matcha or the best turmeric, or I even found a plant protein in Ecuador that is a non-lectin, non-isolate. Like I go and source and search for mm-hmm. the most integrous ingredients in the world, but then even down to the maple sugar that we use from Vermont, like just that little bit, because of course it has to still have a little bit of sweet, just one, just to energize your body, but also because people aren't going to eat it if it doesn't taste good. Mm -hmm. And so every little ingredients, our ginger, every single thing that we use is so important that helps them with that flavor. But, you know, if you, I I wish we had more videos of the time and the hours and hours and hours my daughters and I spent measuring (laughs) things to get to that flavor profile that consistency, that experience that I would want. And so I'm not going to put it in a package until I know I love it. Um, So it did take, you know, 
quite a few years to really perfect it, both from the supply chain as well as just the overall formulations. I imagine that. So we we have the porridge, and then after that, what happens after that? On yeah, on- so after that, so and I should mention, like in the five days, you get basically forty five sachets or forty five little packets. So there's nine packets a day, plus of course the infamous cookie butter which we'll come back to. And so we're on we're on the second one. I believe there's a hydration. It's a cranberry hydration elixir. It's just delicious. It's got a nice little kick to it with the cayenne. And it's just really, really hydrating. I find that I, I actually feel more hydrated with it, which was, you know, it's coconut water and, and all that great stuff. And then without remembering the whole order, but I believe the next is a smoothie. Mm-hmm. And the like smoothie- so today I have the vanilla lacuma smoothie. That's mine today. And then you have different smoothies for different days. It changes. Yeah. And you don't get sick of it. You don't get like bored with it. It's something that's like a, like a surprise every day. And I've done it five or six times and I still make a surprise on each day because there's so much variety, I think is what I love about it. And there's the blueberry, blueberry acai, and then there's a chocolate banana. And again, if all you have is water, because that's often my life, I live on an airplane. It was designed that you know, if you only have water, you can make this program work or you can use a non-dairy milk or something. Most people don't even consume the smoothie because it, like I said, it's a lot of food and it's about intuitive eating. So that smoothie, maybe you have it left over at the end and you can have it afterwards, or maybe you have it in the afternoon because that's really where you dip, right? So you, you have the flexibility. The two main meals of the day, the lunch and the dinner outside of the porridge in the morning are the broths. And so you get a broth in the afternoon, a broth in, in the evening. The bone broths, I think, are phenomenal. I mean, there's a chicken and a beef and and then the veggie. And every time I have it, I think of just like, it literally, this is like, like happiness in a cup. It's just so delicious. It's so grounding. And again, I don't, this sort of magic that you did, I don't know how you get this nourishing cup of broth you'd swear was like made, but from an, a, you know, a, a grandma in the old country, like making this broth, but it's made in five seconds in hot water and a powder and it comes to life. Yeah, I love it. No, it definitely. I, 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 that's one of my favorite, favorite products. And then it's so fun to play with because then you can, you can doctor it. We have all sorts of great recipes. If you want to turn it into a Thai soup and add some coconut milk and do some other things and you can really, or you just keep it simple and just have it as is or saute some protein of choice and some vegetables and you can, you know, just doctor it up very simply. And I think that's another important thing to mention is, you know, we just, we live busy lives, you know, whether you're a parent, whether you're a working parent, it's, there's a lot of juggling in life now. And I think just having the simplicity of knowing I can get nourished without having to like get in the kitchen and really spend a lot of time. And when I want to, I will, but most times we don't have that. And so this, this food was designed to really fit that busy lifestyle or simplify it for people who may not know where to start. Mm-hmm. And like we're saying here, like this is a springboard. This is a five day reset, but these are the food medicines, the nutrient density, the superfoods that that are within the five days that we put in the reset. We want to you to integrate this for the rest of your life. So you can get bigger versions of things that aren't in the pack of the sachets, right? So they could get like, if they love the super porridge, they can have that every day for breakfast, but get like the big bag of it, not the reset of that, which again, this is about lifestyle, not some sort of quick fix, right? No, and I appreciate you bringing that up. That's such an important part, right? There's 14 or 15 different products 
on the program. And then all of those products are available to purchase after, because when you do the program, obviously you've, you've learned how to incorporate it. You found your favorites. You found the broth and the porridge and the matcha and the cookie butter, or whatever your favorites are. And then you can keep incorporating them into your everyday life. So you really don't skip a beat. And, and that was the intention. Yeah. You know, and that's just- how you'll get sustainable changes. I mean, the five day will be a great, okay, let's lift off. Let's take your health to the next level. But like you said, and then what? And now what? Well, okay. These the, Now you learn about what your body loves. You learn what tastes great, but also loved you back. And now you can keep these things on going, which is again, with how we improve labs, how we get people better, how we how you can live a vibrant life, which is philosophically like important for you and I, right? Absolutely. And it's just, and I think that you and I also both approach it from, it's like, it's not turning your life inside out because we know that doesn't work either. And it's not about like doing the perfect thing at every moment of the day. Beating yourself up. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, but make one shift, you know, and then make another shift. And like each one of those wins just keeps building on itself. And I think that, you know, again, that synergy of the work that you and I are both doing is it can be overwhelming, Mm -hmm. you know, and and if it's overwhelming, we're not going to do it. And I think that really being able to simplify that has, is a critical part to anyone's success and in their wellness journey. Yeah. And something that you touched on that I really am glad the way that we brought it into Chroma was the customizable aspect of it in functional medicine and looking at bioindividuality and how, like you mentioned, if you're working out more, or maybe just maybe going through more of a stressful time, you may want to up your calories and add that extra protein. There's so much modification. So it's not this one size fits all, which I think is another potential pitfall of like, quote unquote, cleanses, because they're not taking into account, there's a lot of variability when it comes to different types of people. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is something that's really unique and special. And, and it really does, like, you get to check in with yourself, like, am I hungry? Do I need that? Do I need to add a little bit more? And so again, that's our choices we're making every day. So we're really teaching you while you're on the reset to make those conscious choices and to be more mindful. And I think that's when we realize it's just, it's, it's, it's not as hard necessarily as we make it Mm -hmm. and you can make these really healthy choices and not really sacrifice anything. In fact, you actually realize just the, the value and benefit it is just to your, I live on it. I mean, this is, I I have a very busy, busy life. I travel a lot. I love good food. I'm in LA right now. I had absolutely like incredible meal last night and the night before. But for me, Chroma really nourishes me through the day. And then if I'm not traveling, I'll have the bone broth at night and thrilled. And so it really helps supplement so that I can go have that beautiful dinner last night with a great glass of wine. And, And in finding that balance that works for you so that there's no shame I enjoy every bite of, of my dinner last night. And, and so I think that's old, but I also don't have to feel like I have to punish myself today because I know exactly I'm going to go back to my porridge and back to my matcha and, and be excited about it. Yeah, you have your center and you could pivot from that center. I think that's a beautiful place to, to re- reside from because it's not like, oh, I'm off the wagon. There's no wagon to fall off of. And this is your life. You know, it loves you. You know, your pivot, your pivot space. <laughs> and yeah. it's just this sort of, like you said, the intuitive, mindful approach, sane approach, if you will, to food and our bodies. And I like, and I have been overindulging lately and it's the holidays. So I will absolutely do this after New Year's. I'll do our reset. And even though I really sort of live on it because I've been out more often and much more festive and traveling so much. And so I look forward to it, but until then I'm going to really just be present and enjoy 
this really special time, you mm-hmm. know, of the year. So. Yeah. So if you had a, I mean, I took a poll the other day as we're all as a clinic doing the reset together. I said, what do you like breast? The veggie broth, the chicken broth, or the beef bone broth? It was kind of tied between really? all three. Maybe, but the beef broth, I think, won out by a few votes as number one. What's your favorite if you had to pick between the three broths? The chicken's my favorite. So that's really my go-to. But I have a little secret that I shouldn't have to tell you and, and everyone else. If you take any of the broths and you add a scoop of the Ultimate Vitality Turmeric Latte, just like a tablespoon, it is like this creamy decadence because you get that extra turmeric, but then there's the coconut cream in it. Oh my and gosh. Transforms. I'm going to be doing that for dinner as I'm brothing. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I know. So it's just a simple little uh, addition or hack and it's yeah. Uh, delicious. But yeah, I think my go-to is the chicken. I love, I love them all, but yeah. And it's such a grounding. I mean, people ask me my thoughts on bone broth and, you know, it is one of the most, I would say bioavailable, clean, non-inflammatory sources of protein that I see, I've used to people that have unhealthy guts and different food sensitivities and infl- reactive food reactivities, different things. It is so well tolerated by people. It is a, a great source, so grounding and nourishing, no matter who you are. And you met, you touched on the cookie butter and we had to go back to it because people want to think about cookie butter. What the heck is this? This is on a, on a reset. So what's in the cookie butter? It's, it's so a superfood. It's our version of of superfood nut butter. So it's almond butter, coconut butter, coconut oil, hemp seeds, the plant protein from Ecuador, chocho that I mentioned, goji berries. I think that's the main ingredients. And it's just this decadent gooiness that you can have just by the spoonful, which I often do like right before a workout or afternoon during a dip. That's what it's designed for. You could put it in the fridge, turn it into little balls and just have little protein bites. Um, it's like a little energy snack. And when I when we were designing this, remember we were talking about, do we do a bar and what do we do? And I think, I mean, bars are hard to do well. I tend to only like the refrigerated ones. So that's a little bit limiting. And then it was just like, we got to do a snack that would be really fun. And, you know, we could do a trail mix or something, but like, it just felt like, and so this cookie butter, my daughter and I just literally created it. And then it became, it even won an award, you know, for best gift for foodies by USA Today. <laughs> that's so, amazing. you know, not a lot of cleanses get to win a foodie award. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so good. I mean, my the friend of my telehealth clinic, Holly, who people will know from the podcast, she's downing like spoonfuls of it at a time. I said, maybe pace yourself a little bit, <laughs> but back to the intuitive side of it. it really you has- want that dang cookie butter? Have it. <laughs> Well, More power to you. Like, oh, I wasn't supposed to eat it all in one day. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it's like, no, let it last through the five days. <laughs> it's so good. There's a couple cafes now that are starting to use it like on a beautiful sourdough bread or oh, like a be good toast. And you put a little bit of that, some drizzled honey and some bananas. Like, like it's Amazing. so good. So yeah. good. And again, you're getting these superfoods that otherwise people aren't getting and they're just so packed with antioxidants and polyphenols and other health benefits. You mentioned- And then I wanted to add, because, you know, we just launched the cleanse with chocolate, which is again, playing on that, like life's greatest pleasures are meant to be enjoyed and being just mindful. And when we do it, and so we, you know, created this beautiful chocolate, you know, natural chocolate with a chocolatier. And it's just three simple ingredients since, you know, the cacao plus the coconut sugar and some sea salt. I mean, it's, and cocoa butter. As simple as it gets, it's, and there's little squares. And so every night after your broth, 
you just get to enjoy this piece of chocolate and you're thinking, how is this possible? And that's the way I want people to enjoy life because that's actually a lot more realistic. Mm-hmm. But it's also teaching that sort of mindfulness of just savoring that that little mm-hmm. bite of chocolate yeah. and enjoying it and how it melts in your mouth. And I think that also then teaches, like, maybe I don't have to eat the whole bar. You know, it's just one little bite. And that was really all I needed. So there's so much other stuff happening on the reset than just just the 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 reset itself. There's a lot of other sort of emotional healing and relationship with food healing and and other things that the program was designed to also attend to. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It makes people more mindful of food as they're going through, and seeing how it makes them feel, like feeling good with with high vibrational, if you will, or sort of nutrient dense foods. You you touched on the chocho plant protein. You mentioned it being lectin free. I'd like to highlight that ingredient specifically because it's such a unique source of a complete protein that's also plant protein. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I mean, I think one of the things didn't start in working with Chroma and, you know, in creating products was how can I find, is there another option for plant protein? And I think, you know, pea is the one that's most often used. It's most of the time highly, highly processed. There are a couple you know, clean suppliers out there, but most is very processed, very disruptive to the gut and digestion. And then some of the other plant proteins out there are just either harder to work with or have other kind of side effects. So when I found Chocho, it's grown at 10,000 feet elevation in Ecuador. It is the, you know, outside of soy, the only other whole complete plant protein. It's nine out of nine essential amino acids, incredible, high in magnesium, high in calcium, and it's a pretty neutral flavor profile. It's not as easy to work with as pea protein, which is why most plant proteins are pea. So it did take a little bit more kind of doctoring, if you will, for me to get it to to really taste good. But I was so committed to the nutritional profile of it Mm -hmm. and really wanting to introduce this new plant protein. Mm -hmm. I love that. And it's in our it's in our veggie broths to enhance the protein in the veggie broth. Yeah. It's in the cookie butter, it's in the porridge, and then of course it's in the smoothies. Yeah, so you're getting this complete plant protein throughout the day as well as the pro- complete protein of the broths themselves, the bone broths themselves. Another thing, let's just say a group of superfoods that are throughout every day that I know a lot of people are curious about and want to lean into it more, and this is an opportunity to do so, are adaptogens. Like for example, this afternoon, I haven't had it yet, the spicy passion latte, which is one of my favorites because it has cacao in it as well. It's like this spicy chocolate latte, but in it, it's not just the cacao, but it's these adaptogens like maca and mesquite, and there's medicinal mushrooms like chaga in it. Can you highlight some of those and why you pick those specifically? Well, I think just, and I guess the program overall, I mean, spicy passion, all of the, all the lattes and a lot of the products have those adaptogens in them. Mm -hmm. And I think as you and I were creating this, it was like, it's not just a, it's, it's not, there's no silver bullet. Mm -hmm. And so it's really kind of, we wove them through the day so that you're getting, you know, dosages, if you will, Mm -hmm. like mini dosages throughout the day of these great superfoods and super herbs and adaptogens in that product alone, that, that, that spicy passion, it is truly decadent. It's really good but in like the healthiest way. And so by bringing in, I mean, we certainly know that these medicinal mushrooms and chaga and reishi and lion's mane and are so, so, so good for us. And, but not 
good tasting. So, you know, incorporating them into different products, there's an art in that. And ashwagandha, I mean, it's, is incredible, but really doesn't taste good. Yeah. You would <laughs> never know. Cause I, I mean, I've had these herbs straight up. You would never know that they're in them because they taste like really whatever, bitter or very earthy or whatever, very herbally. But I mean, we're talking about cacao, goji, maca, mesquite. You have reishi, you have pumpkin pie spice in here. Again, you, you, the flavor profile, you've sort of masked, I guess, some of these more pungent herbs, but ashwagandha, chaga, cordyceps, Himalayan sea salt, Ceylon cinnamon, ginger extract. I mean, it's all together and it just tastes like a beautiful, spicy chocolate latte. You just think it should be enjoyable. It's mm-hmm. that simple. And if it's enjoyable, then you then you look forward to it. I don't uh, want this to be, I guess it is medicinal in some ways, but like, I don't want it to feel that way. I don't yeah, want to- you don't know like, that you're getting food as yeah. medicine there, yeah. And so. I, I want it to be something that you really look forward to. I think that's how we can really make the bigger shifts yeah. is just when it becomes part of our lifestyle. Absolutely. And all of this. There is something I wanted to bring up because I think yeah. this was something for people, interesting for people to hear and something you and I went back and forth on. So if you remember in the beta and beta, we did about 130 people went through the beta program before we launched and we launched late last July. So we're still very new, 15 months old. But so for that, that year prior to launching, 130 people went and that's where we got all the feedback. And you remember in the beginning, especially when the women would ask how many calories? And that was such a, you know, I guess maybe an expected question, but, Mm -hmm. and I would say, well, there's, you know, 1,050 in the program itself before you add any almond milk or some berries to your porridge or anything to your smoothie or to add to the broth. So you probably will land around 1,500. But there's three protocols. You you choose it. There's an app that's going to help you choose one, which one's right for you. And then you're going to find your way. And I remember saying, but probably on an average about 1,500, but it might be up to 1,800. And I remember the women saying, that's too many calories. I'm mm-hmm. going to gain weight. And I know that because I have been afraid of food much of my life and not knowing what I could eat and afraid that food was going to, quote, make me fat. And so I didn't have a healthy relationship with food. And so I understood the question, Mm -hmm. but my response was, will you trust the process? And every one of those women lost at least five pounds by eating and nourishing themselves. And that like, that excites me because it really, I know it's changed my life and just seeing, you know, how it's creating that healthier relationship with food for women, especially I think it's such a big part of what we're doing. Yeah, I agree. I I remember that now that you bring it up, that that sort of hyper fixation on calories when we were beta testing it. And I also think it's when people, when things taste really good, they almost feel like, okay, this can't be that good. Like I I can't see that much success from this because it's like too enjoyable. (laughs) They're so used to punishing themselves, which is so sad. And we're really, really working hard to change that. Absolutely. So as you know, the podcast is called The Art of Being Well. At the end of every episode, we have your art of being well. This is Lisa Odenweller's Art of Being Well. So I want to pick your brain a few things within wellness. We'll learn even more about you. First question is, what's the, we talk about all this good stuff that loves you back, this delicious stuff that loves you back, but what's the worst tasting healthy food that you will make an exception for and you'll have it because it's so good for you? (laughs) I don't know if there is. <laughs> no, that's okay if there isn't one. I don't I, think there is. Like, I feel like I don't feel like we should torture ourselves. 
And I feel, I mean, shoot, what would yours be? Oh, so, I mean, I would say organ meats for me. I don't love organ meats. True. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not going to like, like sardines and anchovies, like I'm not like dying to go have an okay of them, but I know how good they are for you. So I don't, maybe, maybe that, but yeah, organ meats, not at the top of the list, but, but, but you know, the way I do it is I do it in tablets. So instead of having eat it. I know that the, the, the meat itself would be better, but hey, I, I take, okay. I do the tablets too. And I've, I'm honest with patients. I'll be like, yeah, it's not the same as eating it, but you know, I don't eat it as much as I know that I should from a nutrient density standpoint. So the next best thing is some tablets, but I honestly, I, <laughs> we've been talking about this, this philosophy. You do live it out to the nth degree. Like there's like, you will find a way to get things that love you back that also you enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, I mean, I'm also, again, I'm a realist. I enjoy a glass of wine. I enjoy really good food. Um, I got up this morning at 5 a.m. to exercise. You know, I have non-negotiables. And because I knew I had an 8 8 a.m. coffee meeting. And so I just really am just so committed to my health and well-being, but also giving myself that flexibility to enjoy that great meal or, you know, whatever it might be, and just really committed to knowing that it's not just the physical. I mean, so much of this is the mental and emotional and mm-hmm. and how, how much better we feel when we take control of our health. Yeah, true. What's your, if I ideally, no matter like money is not an object, what is your dream vacation? Hmm. I haven't been on one in so long. <laughs> Startup <laughs> <So>, life. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I mean, What's I a vacation? haven't been on one. But I I get so lucky because I get to do all these amazing things, you know, with Chroma and partner with, you know, places like Blackberry Farm and Costa Palmas in Mexico and do these great things. My ideal vacation, I mean, it for me, adventure. So, I mean, I'm super active. So I love anything with skiing, hiking, biking, you know, mountain biking, road biking, good food. And it's, I mean, there's so many places in the world that you know, this could encompass, I mean, I haven't been to Europe skiing in the winter, but that would be dreamy, you know, because you get sort of like a little bit of all of that, but I am, I'm a, I'm a mountain girl. So I love anything that has to do with something that's adventurous. And, you know, I'm not a sit by the pool all day drinking my ties. That's not, <laughs> not my, that's not my, I mean, maybe it's like a half a day, you know, every <laughs> I'm going to want to do anything that's just active. And I'm actually going to Cabo in a few days and over the holiday. And of course I had to understand, okay, what does this look like? Do I have a place to exercise? Do I have access to the beach? Can I play tennis? Like what's the food situation? (laughs) So it always encompasses those things. Sounds fun. What are, what are two supplements that you have helped you personally out the most? Glutathione is a must for me with, and, you know, you working with me as my doctor, I mean, having the MTHFR kind of mutation and really as I get older and really needing that help with methylating, you know, glutathione is, is game changing. And I do it both with that liposomal that we use plus going to get those injections or an IV every couple of weeks just to help with kind of the detox process. Mm -hmm. So I know if I don't have that, my body will, it'll tell me it'll get tired. It gets cranky. It's not optimized. So that one's probably like a, not, I have to have it kind of thing. And I feel it if I don't. And then on the superfood side, I sort of touched on this before, um, 
I, I love maca because it really helped my, really has helped my hormones. And of course it's great for libido. So that's always a, you know, nice little side benefit. But I think matcha for me was game changing. And just that switch from coffee to matcha and, and really stabilizing my energy levels and stabilizing and even allowing me to focus better. And what a great mood enhancer it is because I do want that beautiful cup of something in the morning. And I mm-hmm. wanted that little bit of zing without the zing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would say, you know, if I have to just pick two or two and a half, those, I love those, it. <laughs> that's some good picks. I mean, talk about food as medicine. We have maca, matcha, and we have the glutathione, really good picks. What's a wellness myth that you would like to dispel? We've, we've dispelled a lot of myths already, but let's dispel one more. What's a wellness myth that we haven't talked about? Let's actually talk about, can we just like touch on it? Maybe this is like a too big, but I think fasting, intermittent fasting, I think this whole idea of like one size fits all. I, and I think this goes across many conversations, but I think fasting and intermittent fasting, I do it for at least 12 or 13 hours every day. But I think that there's this other side of things of like, everyone should do 16 hours. And if you're not doing 16 hours, it's not successful. And I think, and I would like you to speak to this, but that the, there's different times a month for women, right? Mm-hmm. Where we have to really be sensitive to our cycle in our fasting. I think that if we're under stress or guts under amount of stress, fasting can actually work against us. So I think that's one that whether it's fasting, whether it's keto, whether it's all the paleo, like all of these, everyone should do this thing. I think that's the myth we have to bust is like, it's not a one for everyone. You know, keto isn't great for everyone. Keto is horrible for me. You know, I don't, digest and metabolize fats well. And so certain fats I do, olive oil and I are great, but avocado and nuts, not so much. It's about learning and like knowing your body and not just because it worked for your friend, mm-hmm. is it going to work for you? So yeah. bigger answer question, yeah. answer. No, I think it's it's a great one. It's bio-individuality. And even like you said, even if you've heard one person, even if the person you respect, it worked great for them, find out what your body loves. And that's bio-individuality, this sort of philosophy that's so it, a part of functional medicine. So it's a part of Chroma's mission for people to, to really find ways to use these tools. Because we, in the Chroma Reset, in the guide, we recommend to intermittent fast to explore how your body feels and I talk about this in intuitive fasting too, is that around, if you are menstruating, if, you have a, if you're a cycling female, to be lighter on, typically, not everybody, but typically be lighter on the fast around ovulation or on the period, because it is a hormetic effect. It's a good stress, but you don't want to be doing too much of this good stress, just like anything else that's hormetic, like high intensity interval training or sauna therapy or cold therapy it's not good or bad. It's how you're using it and who is using it and when they're using it. So all of that context matters. And I love all of your content around that. It's just, it's just so brilliant and so enlightening because we just, we sort of forget. Anyway, I so appreciate around that. Thank you. So I'm going to talk about food again. What's your favorite restaurant in the world? You mentioned being a foodie. So this is a pro tip of pro tips. Favorite restaurant in the world, Lisa. And what do you order when you're there? This I'm is gonna be hard for you to pick. One up, but the restaurant that's gonna get the that's gonna get the mention is gonna be thrilled. <laughs> I there's probably a different answer than I'm the one I'm gonna give, but because I had the most amazing dinner last night, 
It's up top of mind right now. It's top of mind. <laughs> so I'm in LA right now and there's always so many great restaurants and I could list a ton of them, but, but because I'm coming off this great meal last night, I'm going to give them credit. I'm not necessarily going to say it's the best one in the world, but in, in my moment, there's a restaurant called Fia in Santa Monica. That's amazing. And then they have another one next door called Fia Steak. And I don't know what they did to this food last night, but it was like, it was orgasmic. It was so good. <laughs> so they had this hamachi with this avocado citrus mousse thing that I'm still dreaming about. It was so good. And, you know, there was this beautiful baked bread and like, it was just everything about what they did and the wine glasses they used. And it just, it's because it's also about that experience. So they get the call out. I love <laughs> it. What part of the city is it in? It's in Santa Monica on Wilshire. Okay. All right. So you picked an LA place. I want to know your favorite New York place that comes to mind and what do you order there? So there are so many great restaurants in New York that I have not been to. So I am such a creature of habit. And I went to this restaurant this last time it's, it's Lartusi and, and then they have Bartusi and I had the most amazing lasagna I didn't even know lasagna could be this good. And actually, not only that, but I had a steak tartare that was just like, and Lexi was with me and we were both like, what? Like I, it was just, it was just beautiful. It was just impeccably done. And a bunch, it's on the West Village because that's a lot of the Italian restaurants are over there. Mm-hmm. So that was like my, maybe my recent one. I always go to Pastis when I'm there. I just love the little, the French and Balthazar. And those are just like so expected, but they're always fun and good. Yeah. Hey, they're good. They're famous for a reason or infamous. Can for I have reason. to meet up in New York one of these times? Hey, like, let's do it. It's a, it's an easy flight for me, like 50 minutes. Easier for me to go there than Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's not many direct flights from it. Yeah. I get it. I get, I mean, it. Come. I I get it. I'm going to put Pittsburgh on the map. It's I'm still, it's still a work in progress, but. And we get to go to Austin. Be in, in Austin. Austin. January. Yes. Great for the other podcast. Yes. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. So. What's the weirdest wellness thing that you're willing to admit on a podcast that you've done? And weird is always relative on this show. It's like, depending on who you're talking to and who's listening. Like I haven't ever done those stool transfusions or anything Fecal like that. Fecal transplant. Transplants. I've never done that. That would be weird. <laughs> that would definitely count. Honestly, I'm sure there's weird stuff I've done. I just can't think of them. Honestly, sorry. I, that, I'm going to bomb on that question. Hey, no, you're so mainstream, Lisa. It's like I, it's I so mean, it's conventional. I'm so not mainstream, but when it comes to like weird, 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 no. Yeah, I, I know, right? I know. Yeah, I get it. So my friend, where can people go to learn more about your work? Where can they go to get the reset? All the things. All the things. Um, so Chroma Wellness is chromawellness.com, chroma with a K, and on Instagram as well at chroma wellness. And then if you want to find me, I'm Lisa Odenweller on Instagram. Love it. My friend, come back anytime. I'm going to go. And we're going to also offer your listeners a, a, a discount. Oh, for gen- I, I mean, really listen and, up, people. What What's the code? What's the code to get so, the reset? So we're going to do 20%. And we'll put it in the thing and we'll just say Dr. Cole 20 will okay. be the code. So D-R-C-O-L-E-2-0. Yep. Dr. Cole 20. Available all of January because we really want you guys to reset with us. So D-R-C-O-L-E-2-0. 
20% off. They can do, I'm going to go have my spicy passion latte right now. I love that. I might have to do the same on my drive home. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> Talk soon, my friend. That was so fun. Thank you. At the end of every episode, I'll be answering a question from one of you guys. Nothing is off limits. Ask me anything. And you can send your questions over to me on Instagram or Facebook. As a functional medicine practitioner, it's been fun seeing the questions that have already come in on different food philosophies, wellness trends, and ways to approach overall mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being. Thanks for those. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else is on your mind. Now it's time for another Ask Me Anything. Today's question is from Mika. Can low iron affect your mood? I never made the connection, but I have a history of low iron and depression, and no one has mentioned this to me. Great question, Mika. So actually, this is something that we see clinically at the telehealth center quite a bit. Whether it's full-blown iron deficiency anemia or they're somewhere on this low iron spectrum, it definitely can be a piece of the puzzle. And for some people, it's a significant piece of why they feel the way that they do, whether it's anxiety, depression, brain fog, fatigue, hormone problems, slower healing rates. So can low iron affect your mental health? Absolutely. I see a lot of patients come in with lower iron, iron deficiency anemia, who also have mental health struggles and either they have never made the connection, they know they have both of them, and I would say this, the majority of people that I see with lower iron don't even know they have it. It's, not, it's never been ran, or if it was ran, it really wasn't given much you know, attention. So these two health problems, whether it's anxiety, depression on one end, and then lower iron, different types of anemia on, on the other side, they may seem unrelated, but once you understand the mechanisms by which the body utilizes certain nutrients like iron, it's not just about iron, but iron being one of them, you can see just how important it is to correct these deficiencies for optimal mental health. The answer to how anemia and low iron can cause depression and anxiety is found in iron's relationship with neurotransmitters like dopamine, serotonin, and iron helps to oxygenate our cells. So when you're not getting oxygen to the cells, it can impact a lot of different systems in the body, but the brain is a major part of that. In order for your brain to produce neurotransmitters like dopamine, it needs iron. Dopamine is created when your body turns tyrosine that we get through protein-rich foods, and that's why protein optimization is so important for brain health and mental health as well. But it can only do that through the help of iron. One recent study looked at the relationship, it was actually out of BMC Psychiatry, the, the medical journal, where it found that depression along with anxiety and sleep disorders were significantly higher amongst people with iron deficiency anemia. Other studies are creeping up in the literature looking at how iron plays a pivotal role in our mood and in our emotional states. In the case of iron deficiency anemia, when there's not enough iron passing through the blood-brain barrier into your brain, it could end up affecting neurotransmitter function and different neurotransmitter pathways involved in our mood. So this is something that I'm always talking to patients about, and we, we discuss it on the podcast as well, is that mental health 
is not separate from physical health. Mental health is physical health. Our brain is a part of our body. And these physiological, physical, measurable lab data things impact our mood. And it's not just about iron. It's about many other nutrient deficiencies as well and underlying gut problems, the things that we discuss on the show. It's also the topic of what I'm discussing in my new book, Gut Feelings. So if you're interested in learning more about that, check out Gut Feelings. It's for pre-order right now. It's really talking about the gut and feelings, the physiological and the psychological and how we have the interconnectedness between the two play out. So if you want to learn more about this topic specifically, I have a whole article devoted to low iron and our mood as well as the telehealth center information and gut feelings. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. Thanks for the question, Mika. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.